Ladies and gentlemen, we are live! What's up, After the Huddle listeners? Jared here for today's episode. And this time we got something different for y'all. Over the past few weeks, I've been messaging back and forth with the, with the Bay Area band uh, called, they're called The Happies. And man, let me tell y'all, this interview was awesome. It was an absolute blast to get to know Nick and Sanchez and the rest of the band. It was, it was an awesome time. Um, <clears throat> topics that we talked about were some, some sports things, uh, music, <clears throat> uh, some of their inspirations, and ultimately... Who are the happies? Um, so let's go ahead and sit back and join friend of the show, Quinn, um, myself. And as we sit down with the 2023 Bay Area Punk uh, punk Rock Band Award winner and songwriter, Nick Petty, and the crew for an awesome interview. California. So we're, 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 we're recording now. I just let y'all know that. Cool. Okay, but, but, yeah. but yeah, we're right. from the Bay, but to be honest, it's been, re- it was really cool going to this, like into your guys' estates and like, just bro, the people were so cool there. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know. We're just one of those bands that we're not really tripping about. Like we just kind of are entertainers. So we like going to these different spots and just entertaining. And, and, and we yeah. never been to your area, neck of the woods. Yeah, and we well, thought yeah, it, was it was super was, fun. Uh, the farthest I've ever been into the West is Utah. That's that's as far as I've okay. been. That's far. Yeah, yeah. That's far. Yeah. It, it, was, we, it was in the summertime, so I didn't get to experience all the snow part. Yeah. Sorry. So which one, which one is Nick? I'm Nick right here. Okay, y'all kind of froze for a second. Oh, no worries. Sorry. Sorry. But, uh, Sorry. good now. Which one? Sorry. Sure, sure. Um, I have Brett up here because Brett is more knowledgeable about sports. But you yeah, want yeah. to switch spots? No, yeah. I'm sure. Nick, Nick, so you're in the middle? We're playing hop Yeah, that's Nick. Back to, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so which which one is y'all's favorite sport? Favorite sport? Base, uh, baseball or uh, Net football? Now that I'm older, dude, honestly, like, I played lacrosse. Oh, and so big laxer so lax for me but obviously that's not like a majorly watched sport it's gonna have to be football for me but mm-hmm. european or argentinian football so soccer right and uh yeah, yeah just a lot a lot of pride this year a lot of pride the whole my whole so, family there, so I have to ask, even though you are from argentina who is your favorite like who's your, your all-time favorite player well i i think i think it's gonna have to be the obvious one so First of all, my uh, grandfather, Manuel Sanchez, and then obviously, and I, I grew up with like photos of him, like on the walls of, of my parents' place in Argentina. So that was really like, I'd always see them, you know, and he was hella old when I met him. So it was just like, as a kid, I was like, this was you, you know, like what? Um, so him, Granddad. Uh, Maradona, obviously, and Messi. And I, I only I say that because it, to the people of Argentina, it's not just about the player. It's like what that represents. It's like their like strongest foot into the world outside of Argentina is like their t- their soccer team, their football team. So it's a prideful thing, you know. It's what they represent. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. It's always lovely to see that. When did you actually get over here? Then, if you were when I was. Five. I, I moved over here very young. Okay. I was five years old. 
Okay, that's always cool, though. Congratulations on getting over here. Cheers. Yeah, man. Stoked to be here. <laughs> um, I didn't catch the guy's name for the sports. What was your name? Ole or Sanchez. Yeah, everyone calls me Sanchez. Okay, okay. Um, culturally out there, and it's like it kind of represented. It's easy. It's the nickname. So do you so how, like how many World Cups were you able to watch in your lifetime, bro? I've watched four <laughs> World Cups in great detail, and I've seen like probably you know six. Well, you're yeah. about to see another one in four years, huh? I know. Here in the United States, Mexico, and Canada. Dude, did they have they, they haven't announced where the next one's going to be though, right? The bid's still out there. I believe they. I believe that they're saying that USA, Canada, and Mexico are hosting the next World Cup for the men. No way! Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, supposedly, there's a couple of NFL stadiums that that want to host a couple of games. And what? my only thing is, from like like Quinn said, you know, they play all on regular regular uh, ground for for soccer. No turf. Exactly. No turf. We got okay. all these guys that get hurt with the turf and everything. So my only thing is the NFL's got to change the turf to regular field so the soccer players don't get hurt playing in the World Cup. Yep. That's, that's hey. the main thing. So if Wow, that, that's, that's so kind of interesting. Yeah, exactly. So if that happens, players won't get hurt as much, more revenue come in. So that's that's what the NFL, I think, honestly needs to do, which is push for regular for yep. regular that's interesting. That's a point I've never thought about. This yeah. is kind of weird, but I re- I saw this article and it was talking about how AstroTurf is giving people cancer because you know a lot of those things are like old tires and shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, just it's recycled old tires. Mm-hmm. So a couple people have been getting cancer, and wow. it's like now this new thing. Is, I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I have never heard that. I actually will look into that. That's really crazy. Not that really, yeah, that's actually shit. really crazy. Thanks for that. Yeah, that 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 turf yeah. is like. <laughs> Tire. So, like, when you get tackled, it gets all all up in your socks and your pads and aggravated. I don't know. Bro, yeah. You unwittingly swallow it when you're in that environment without even know. The pieces are so fucking small, and the yeah. just rubbing against it, like what gets yeah, released into in the air and shit. shit. Yeah, like stand between your toes. Kind of six goes to your skin cells. Or you get fucking skin. scraped, like you fall oh, and you. you yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Staff so, and. Fa- is a thing and it's only yeah. a thing on turf field it's not a thing on regular grass field yeah it's heinous you know when you so that's you know like in schools when like you're in high school it's staff infections a huge thing on like astro turf fields you know, I, i've never looked into it for the nfl but i have heard of that for high schools right right so i want to ask i read i read something on y'all's page that y'all shared the stage with hobo johnson yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. year well, all right, so I met Hobo Johnson. This is pretty interesting. He used to do these poetry circles. Like, in SF, you go to open mics, or you know open mics, and there's, like, these circles of people, and you go in and play guitar, or, like, you know, play a song, or maybe you do, like, uh, all sorts of shit. People acted out scenes and did all this stuff. So he used to go to those, so kind of, like, heard of him through those circles and shit. And then um, I'm trying to think, I met him right when he kind of like blew up after Peach Scone at this venue called Bottom of the Hill. And we just kind of, you know, hit it off. I like, I asked if he needed help, like loading out shit, just kind of sitting there, like mind blown at all this shit that had happened. Yeah, it it was crazy, bro. I have footage of like the first show that he real. it was like his first real show where people were like, just his uh, aura and all that shit, I like hit, but. Yeah, we've kept in touch and uh, gone to his little Sacramento shows. Sacramento shows at like apartment, 
uh, this art apartment complex. And uh, I don't know, like, uh, just basically it's been really cool, man. It comes from similar circles. I was uh, sleeping in my car for a tiny bit and shit. And he did, he has this really good album, if you dig, that he recorded out of this car he lived in. And oh, okay. uh, I related to that. He worked at the nonprofit for homeless kids. I worked at the nonprofit for homeless kids. And yeah, so he just like has been a kind of a little bit of a mentor. And he's in the Northern California. So I don't know, just kind of the things link together, the pieces link together. He's a cool dude. He's a great guy. Yeah, I, I really like him a lot. He hit us up like a week before the show. Yeah, and... I, I asked him like, yo, can we get yeah. on? And then, uh, you know, I'm like, whatever. Because a uh, little piece of information that's kind of interesting. Like, he's like introverted. You know what I mean? Like, we'll talk every couple weeks. And he's a true artist that is like a living artist. You know what I mean? Like, in uh, an intense dude. And he's really dope. And, uh, but yeah, so I don't hear from him much. And when I do, it's really cool. Like, uh, we'll go to like little open mics and practice his shit. Kind of like Louis C.K. back in the day would go to little things and practice his stuff. Same type of deal. And yeah, now he lives a little bit closer to us. He moved to Berkeley. And uh, yeah, am I missing anything? Yeah, yeah. So like basically like we yeah got hit up like a week before the show. And he's like, yeah, you guys should open. Mm-hmm. And so we jumped up there. as in San Francisco, so close by to us. And we just kind of like cruised over there like oh it'll just be like a fun night you know we'll hang out because we've hung out with him before we've done the art shows with his band when he had the full band yeah uh we met him all in in sacramento did videos with all his yeah did, did, did some band. videos with the other members of the band so we kind of knew the circle type thing and then uh what was i saying so you know we went in there pretty homie homie you know situ type situation Played the show, dude, and we were kind of like expecting, I don't know, some a good turnout, but like it was completely sold out. And it was like pouring rain. Yeah. yeah. It was like pouring rain. <laughs> didn't open until like 8 p.m. or something, and we got there at like 6, and there was already people waiting outside. In the rain. Just In the like rain. Like solid fans, bro. Like, it, yeah. Like, like, it was like, yeah, just lying around the block, just pouring rain, and it was like, honestly felt bad for the people yeah they his were just all so stoked his, his music is like he's got this new shit out that i i really like i think his direction is cool yeah and um, his fans are just like obsessed they go like really hard so it was cool to just diehard fans i thought one a couple of diehards yeah so so like so what is what does everybody play um i sing and i play uh rhythm guitar and then uh, I play bass. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I play guitar, drummer, and I play drums. Okay, fly <laughs> back here. He's Everyone... a man of action, not many words. <laughs> yeah, and then we all sing on the album too yeah. in different capacities. A lot of, a lot of good... um, I, I actually got a couple questions for like some of the albums and everything too. But uh, before that, yeah. um, what, what, is, was there any other instruments that y'all played growing up besides the ones y'all play now? No, nah, I... recorder. <laughs> <laughs> My mother was the piano teacher for like 30 years. So she tried, and after a year, it just, she's like, all right, you're playing drums now. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I played this for a tiny bit. But... <laughs> yeah, back, back in the day, like grade school, I played the saxophone. So that, that was about it. Oh, that's a great. Hey, Hobo plays saxophone. He's actually a really yeah. good saxophone player. Pretty interesting enough. Did you play any instruments? I played soccer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I love like it was either we had two, we had three, three boys. Can't we don't have any time for instruments and band if we are all going to the soccer practices and games in different cities. It's just nuts down here. It's more sports oriented besides in New Orleans. New Orleans is that place for artists, but everywhere else is more sports down here. Yeah. I, I, I figure, I figure that. And I mean, but that's like another religion, just like music. It's like you spend all your time practicing and perfecting a thing, you know, like it's the same concept. It's you a know? life, it's a life. I, I have more respect for y'all because y'all, I see y'all's hands and I'll see like different things, like your voice is hoarse and egg, almost every yeah. other weekend. Like, oh, dude, nah, that's, that's a lot of stuff that I could not do. That's not Couldn't do it. Yeah. Bullet points. You guys yeah. have any gator stories? I do. We were like me and Brett were hunting down, like trying to find some gators in New Orleans and shit. That when we found like one, but it you know is uh I forget what they call it when they're sleeping in the su- basking. Uh, <laughs> I know they bask for like eighteen hours of the day and shit. I found that kind of interesting, but yeah. So we, me and him, actually, we so we met back in two thousand thirteen. Yeah, we've been homies like ever since. But as of right now. He lives 30 minutes away from where I do. So uh-huh. I, I came here, you know, it was a last minute thing. So we got the set up here. And, uh, Coming so down, him, bro. Yeah, so I met him like that. But, you know, so I used to clean pools back in the day. And uh-huh. going like, so which way did y'all come from, like, into Louisiana? Did y'all come from we- we, we, went, we came in from Texas. So we, were, we went then, then the Panhandle into Florida. Okay, so you went around you Florida. Swamps and everything. Yeah, 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 that was dope. So there's a yeah. couple of people who was back there. So driving the back ways, I stopped at a stop sign. And there was sure enough, there's a gator just sitting on the side in the canal, just hanging out, chilling. Damn. <laughs> what was that? We saw this big one. I was like going around putting up signs. I don't know if you know about like how we'll we'll go around and do grassroots campaigns with with signs that say like the happy Spotify and use like old the old signs you know politicians left or what whatever that fell over all those like old signs but anyways like i'm looking on facebook in the know in the town we're in big ass gator dude right on the sidewalk like fucking terrifying looking like it owns the place yeah yeah, it's just i'm like fuck this dude i'm I'm not putting up signs in this fucking city (laughs) if if you really want to learn something but like so y'all know about katrina yeah Yeah, of course of course okay so do y'all know about jazzland and six flags yeah. No. 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 Okay. So who has Netflix out of the group? Oh, oh we, yeah, yeah. we love that. Show. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, I think it's on Netflix. I think it is. It's called. I don't. I don't know what it is, but if you just if you look it up, it's called Close for the Storm. It's all oh. about the creation of Jazzland and Six Flags, which is the amusement park y'all drove past in the east that y'all saw like the. Abandoned, abandoned amusement park on the side of the road. Yeah, yeah. Okay. that's that's Six yeah. Flags. So what happened was it opened up in like 2005, I believe, and then no, no, opened to in 2000, and then Katrina hit in 2005, and you know they shut down for the week of the storm, and they never got to go back because of how bad it was. It flooded the entire part. The entire part got flooded. All of New Orleans East got flooded. The levees, yeah, and as as of right now, it is just sitting in the east as an abandoned amusement uh, amusement park. Damn, that's crazy. Does the government help help, uh, any of the Katrina things? Like, what do you guys think about Hurricane Katrina? As far as like, I know that a lot of those parts are still really, you know, decrepit and all fucked up, and they're living like 
they're living hard over there. I'm yeah. wondering, like, you guys kind of feel like the government hasn't done shit for so the people. They, they, what's... they kind of uh, they kind of approach that topic in that documentary I was talking about. Okay, yeah, I'll check that out. I give them two thumbs down. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. You would. You would think that they would care for the history yeah. and the citizens so, after the devastation. Uh, they cared about the money. So yeah. there, there's another documentary type thing on Apple TV called. Uh, oh, I'm trying to remember what this, what the name is, but it, it's it has it's related to the hur- the hurricane and one of the, uh, the hospitals that got flooded and abandoned. Yes. It, mm-hmm. Do you remember the name? Is it I don't. Tulane? I it wasn't Tulane, but charity, charity. It's called. I think it was called Charity Hospital. Mm-hmm. And after the storm, you know, it got flooded out. People were left there to basically die at a, at a point. Yeah, yeah. They just left people in the beds. Everyone just left them, yeah. and they just died. There's there's a couple documentaries y'all can y'all can look up and to you know learn the stuff about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would like to see the other side because we again, it's like we li- we don't live in that place, so what we get is filtered, right? Yeah, it's not filtered. we don't get a firsthand account yeah, we know and local real. news from your area. We get whatever the fuck everyone's talking about. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. not our neighbor Orleans. How we walked up, we had the we rented out this uh, Airbnb. It was super funny, and we go we go in the Airbnb, and it's like uh, townhouses, you know. And the we we go up and there's all these people smoking once and they're like, "Are you guys traffickers?" That's the first <laughs> thing they say. Like classic New Orleans crazy shit, dude. Like that shit was wild. Yeah, there's like a bunch of girls. Like, granted, it, it did look sketchy on their part. Like, you know what I mean? Like they were you just kind of like bands rolling up, six chicks smoking up. cigs on the deck. It was and hilarious. We yeah. just walked up we were and like shocked. We we're like, oh, like man. just walking up. You know, like, we didn't do anything. We we didn't look at them or anything. We just walk up and walk through the gate. And there's the two pit. apartments, and we were at the top when they were at the bottom. And they're like, uh, "Are you trafficker?" Just like look at us, and they're like, "Like they're waiting for them." Like it's like, yeah, no. these these <laughs> girls. Oh yeah, yeah. A big part of that I miss is that it was a pimp and all his in his stable right next door to us. Oh Jesus, that sounds Louisiana. Yeah. They were out there. Yeah, you know how it is. It's crazy out there. Everyone goes to bourbon, yeah. obviously. Well, one of the best things to do in New Orleans is people watch. Yeah, like just yeah. go down there and just sit on a sit on a porch or not a porch, but uh, sit on some steps and just watch the people that go by and see the funny shit. I swear, it's never the same. It's yeah, the same. It was crazy. That's yeah. the yeah. Best thing to do. Sign how I was putting. Up. Oh yeah, so it's we're crazy. like, this, this is was crazy. weird because we had he put or put up these signs. And so, like, when we see signs that are, like, on the side of the road that, like, fell down, we'll grab them. And so we, like, Petty came back, like, middle of the night type thing. With hella, hella signs, yes. you know, to pay. And, and one of the signs that, like, he grab like, we, we grab it and flip it over. And it says, like, my dad needs a kidney. And, and a there was a phone body. number. I was just like, down. I was like, oh, fuck. It was kind of sketch. It was, like. Maybe, really weird maybe a drug that's thing. some south shit dude i don't know <laughs> maybe someone like, actually was looking for a kidney but it didn't bad. seem and then he felt hella bad because maybe it was someone's you know kid it, trying it, to look it, it, in the south uh it, they don't care about their kidney so it yeah they, it's, they don't, that was a, that was a scam they're coming for your kidney yeah yeah <laughs> It felt like some weird drug code shit, or I don't know. It was just, yeah, I was, like yeah, kidney. Uh, yeah. 
Bro, they're they're living. They're wild. They're wild. It was crazy. It was crazy. It is. It, it, yeah, it's something out here. But it's fun. I like that element of chaos out there, and like it's it's like I don't know if you guys ever liked that band Blind Melon or heard of them. They were kind of Shannon Hoon. He was a really good artist from like Indiana who. They lived out there and uh, recorded, but anyways, yeah, yeah, they're kind of like Nirvana sublimeish area. Speaking of era. that, who who would y'all say would be y'all's inspiration, like biggest influences slash inspiration, like for the music that you would want to create or try? Um, he listens to different music in the band, like uh, Alex likes like Sticky Fingers, Brett likes Primus a lot. Uh, EY likes a lot of metal and stuff. Um, I, I write the music and I started writing music because my childhood was kind of fucked up and it just helped me kind of stay sane and shit. And it still is like, like that, you know, I don't know, but basically I like Nirvana sublime and uh, I like some hip hop, like Tupac Shakur. I liked a lot. And I liked um, atmosphere, the rapper. I'm trying to think like, I liked all sorts of shit. I like shit from the South, like Leonard Skinner, uh, the other kind of songs they had, like, but primarily, shit like david bowie kind of weird shit you know we definitely all like have mad respect for nirvana and sublime those are kind of the key people compared us to weezer a lot but i didn't really listen to too much weezer i like them to a degree but it's more like 90s music i think it's like, like there's like a, a lot of 90s music all, all that stuff like yeah like sublime like nirvana soundgarden yeah. Weezer and then like all the pop punk I mean, for yeah, yeah it's just yeah. like that Blink One Eighty Two yeah. you know like all those yeah things and then obviously all the classics ACDC yeah. Led Zeppelin Jimi Hendrix Rolling you know Stones, I yeah. feel like we all really got around like we've all really come around the nineties stuff is like as a band where we all got on the same page we all like shit from different genres and yeah you know stuff like that but I think we really gathered around as a band around the nineties stuff yeah okay. and the nineties. 90- Weird because you know how the 60s you had like that movement of like hippies and all that and it kind of peaked right but the 90s didn't really like it like went halfway and then now it's like kind of purging out the remaining half of like what the 90s should have been is kind of pouring in my opinion into today's society and you hear it in like rap music and you hear it in yeah and a lot of rappers are turning into like more songwriters and I really, me personally, I see a huge resurgence of like uh, more song, like actual songs, not like the AI shit. People get tired of the AI because like that, uh, what's it called? Auto-tune shit. Yeah. It just has been around so long that I think people are like thirsting for authenticity and shit. Like real, actual human, this is how I feel. And that was like what the nineties were about. You know, and it was like writing a song about how you feel. And that shit is kind of like I I see it like pouring out when I'm doing like promotional work online and I see like articles and uh like Doja Cats doing like a punk rock album and Post Malone like doesn't even do rap anymore, like doing country and like you know you get what I'm saying. It's like that's they're funny. kind of they're that's not. pretty funny to hear. Yeah, they made it kind of answered my next question because there was uh I believe it's I don't know, I think I believe. It's a song that kind of made me think yeah, of yeah. a song. Yeah, yeah, I just don't know. I bet you're talking about sounds like. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, song, and it was kind of about like. Well, oh, what, yes. what was the question? Uh, it was the the next question. Basically, was kind of like, 
how like how Quinn said like your inspirations. It, my next one was basically was was there any Nirvana or like Kurt Cobain like influence in, into a song? Because the uh, I think it was, I believe I don't know song. Yeah, just don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just kind of reminds yeah. me of, uh, of like a Nirvana song, kind of sorta. Yeah, no, um, that song was kind of like we would play it in studios and shit, and our like director would go like, "Dude, what the fuck is that song? Like that song's hella sick." And we had like promoters and shit, and he he would message me, he's like, "Dude, do more songs like Just Don't Know." So we we've been recording actually with the uh with the producer of uh, Nirvana's first album. His name's Jack and Dino. Okay. And he's done shit with Soundgarden, Sonic Youth, Mud Honey, all those grunge bands. Uh, he did Pearl Jam's first album, and we recorded a song with him. And uh, Kurt Cobain's a huge influence. We used to crash outside of Kurt Cobain's house when we would be playing in um, Washington, you know, and just kind of trip out and catch a vibe. And Kurt's uncle one time let me in the house he grew up in. It was for sale. He oh, just wow. walked me around. It was so sick. And to this day, that's like one of my favorite days was like seeing Kurt's room with like fools punching the wall and shit written on the wall. Like I love Kurt Cobain. He's like to me like the epitome of like an American Beatle. There's a there's a photo on Instagram that you can see of Patty in his room. It's pretty funny. Yeah, our TikTok yeah. too is uh it's not funny, it's sick as fuck. It's sick as fuck. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It's just like crazy. You know, like, oh, yeah. Funny. So speaking of Kurt Cobain, uh, my girlfriend is is a huge Kurt Cobain fan, and she yeah always saying "fuck Courtney Love," this, that, and the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, it's, I it's for days of like, like how long do you have? Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, like just like me and Brett met one of the first drummers in Nirvana. Uh, his name was Dave Foster, and he was like in the Nirvana when they got signed to Sub Pop and kind of started leveling up, and then they they got another drummer. But basically, he told us crazy stories. He thought like Courtney Love killed him, and then Courtney Love's dad. One time, I was talking to him. He's from the Bay Area, <clears throat> and uh, he was like has a book about it. But to be honest, bro, I think what happened, if you're honestly asking, is like I think Kurt was troubled. They were both doing drugs. Courtney was super superficial and focused on her own thing and like just the worst partner ever for an addict to have who's famous. And I think like the neglect aspect is kind of like why people have that bad cast of like why they think that she killed him. Cause basically she was just like neglectful and then he led to his demise of killing. He needed someone around that was positive and she was the opposite. I don't necessarily kind of think that she killed him but i think that she has a lot of guilt about like not being there when he died so that's why she doesn't talk about it there's a lot of weird happenstance shit related like there was no prints on the gun but washington's hella weird and there's no like there's like a lot of do and shit that could have like wiped prints off a gun there's a lot of like weird things that i'm not gonna lie that like i wouldn't be fully surprised if one day it's like courtney love charged at killing kirk Cobain. like that wouldn't be the most like Shocking. um shocking thing to me so i don't know it's a weird situation isn't it like it's yeah. a, a lot of people think it um my girlfriend thinks it too actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i so uh which y'all with y'all's past tour uh what was the y'all's favorite place to play in let's go around in a circle uh, eli yeah eli what was your favorite Mine was uh, Virginia Beach. That was yeah. a really fun night okay. for us. Absolutely. It was wild, bro. It's like that. Speaking of like 
Nirvana and Sublime, that shit felt like a real show like that. Like Weird. they brought it, dude. It was yeah. fucking insane. It felt like a Nirvana show or something. It was insane. Uh, Virginia Beach too. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think that was like the best show on the tour. It was, it was just, but uh, also Austin. I was gonna say Austin, Austin was Texas. dope. Austin, Texas, Big Street, obviously. That was like there was so many people out. Like yeah. the venue we played was really cool too. But yeah. then also walking around afterwards. Yeah, like Austin on a Saturday night or whatever. There was like, dude, it was like there was yeah. like people. Like, more people than in New Orleans, it seemed like. It's yeah, like, it was a shit show. And, like, there was, like, cops on horses and shit, and it was pretty really? cool. Really? I've only seen that, really, in New Orleans. That's crazy. They'll walk into the bars. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go to 6th Street. That the cops, yeah, the cops on the horses, they literally, like, cleared the streets at, like, 3 in the morning or so. They, like, cleared it. Yeah. There was, like, thousands of people. Or, like, a thousand. It was, it was, no, it was yeah. Yeah, even in New Orleans, they'll kind of clear out after like two, two ish, two thirty. That's a yeah. lot of people. Holy no, it, it was, was it was wild. I was not. We weren't expecting that, or I wasn't expecting. Yeah, that. yeah me neither. My favorite was Stewart in Florida. Yeah, the that game. place was cool too. Like, that place Stewart. was really cool, man. They had this like outdoor Stewart. Steer. Yeah, Stewart. Uh, they had like okay, it was this outdoor venue. I knew it was gonna be sick because. The promoter was fucking amped. He's like, I've been blowing this up for like two months. Terra Formata, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And it was, um, and then they gave us like this green room that was like this little like nook, like up above the stage. So you could see, watch the show and like, there's like couches and chill area and And like snacks and snacks and like a shower. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so like the crowd was lit. There's a lot of people there. They had a light show too, guy that was running it. So it was like, yeah, it was a total hard. vibe. It was hot out, you know. It was nice and warm. Everyone was, you know, it felt like summer vibes, even though it was like winter. Okay. Yeah. There was a lot of good shows. Spark of songs. Okay, so yeah. two two quick questions before we wrap up. Yeah. When is y'all's next tour, and who are the happies? Um, next, uh, well, everyone goes around. The next tour that we're gonna have is this summer, and it's gonna take place between July and, and August, and we're gonna be announcing that within the next month. Okay, should we? Who we're playing with? No, but you guys can look out for that announcement. Cool. Yeah, it's someone yeah, it's cool, someone and, and it's we'll be announcing it within the next month. And then, in regards to who are the happies, I think everyone just go around and say a sense. I'd say that uh, the happies are a band that. Uh, you know, we try to make the best out of like what we have, and like it's this whole concept of you're you know, like no one's actually happy, but everyone's striving for happiness, and so we're just like pushing along that message. That's what it is to me. Yeah, I would say a similar thing. Yeah, try and be happy, but it doesn't always work out. But just keep going and just keep making it happen. And yeah, yeah, I used to say that when people ask, like, why is it the happiest? It's because, like, things aren't always happy, but we're striving to be. And the logo really kind of encompasses that with, like, it's like a a smiley face, like, with one tear kind of, like, going through some shit, but smiling with a peace sign, like, trying to. But, yeah, to me, we're just another kind of, we're a band from Northern California, um, another American rock band that, to me, just going ham. Day by day, little by little, brick by brick. Yeah. And I would say, like, the happies to me are 
whether you're happy or not, come out to the show and you're not going <laughs> to yeah. regret it. It doesn't matter. What Join the experience and shit. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're into like whatever kind of music, like you're going to yeah. enjoy it because it's a good time. Exactly. Awesome. And there'll probably be some bitches there. And like, <laughs> if you're a dude, they'll pro- or if they're a girl, they'll probably do some like hot dudes for you there, dude. They'll, they'll, they'll come out. Hell yeah. Some I know y'all got a busy schedule, so I'm gonna let y'all get on uh, to it. So I just want to say thank you 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 so much for having us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's It's nice to meet from across the country, dude. That's awesome. And just to say real quick, yeah, I remember because we were driving and you like wrote on a just like a white piece of paper. You wrote your Instagram or or your Spotify or something, and you it up. And yeah, dude, that was me driving. That was hella funny. Thanks for doing that. So everybody, check out check out their podcast and check out the Happies H A P P Y S Spotify and YouTube and share that shit out to your friends and stay happy out here, man. Thank y'all. I hope we can have y'all again. Okay. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate all your time. Have a good one. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Scott. Y'all later. That was the Happies. <clears throat> they are the tw- 2023 Best Bay Area Punk Rock Band winners. Um, a couple things I'd like to touch on during the inter- that w- that went on during the interview. Um, personally, how cool was it to see? Well, how cool was it to hear that Sanchez Sanchez's grandpa played pro soccer as he was growing up and everything? Got to idol his own grandpa. Not many people can say that. Not many people can say their relatives played in. Um, a professional a professional league, let alone a professional soccer league in Argentina. That's pretty cool, if, if you say so myself. Um, another thing is they 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 touched on uh the the um the concert they did or the, the show they did with Hobo Johnson, and they you know they they ran out some pretty pretty interesting facts. Um, after they were done talking about the instruments they played. Um, I told him myself that I, I played the saxophone growing up and they even they even said that Hobo Johnson played the saxophone. So like, that's pretty interesting. You learn something new every day. Um, with that being said, I do want to shout out the Happies for coming on here um, and being having a guest appearance on the show. It, it, was, it was pretty awesome hearing how, how they loved and thought and thought it was funny how I promoted the show to them. Um, it just goes to show that taking shots in the dark eventually pays off in life. You know, um, it, it, it really happened for this one. Um, I wasn't completely sure if this interview was even going to happen, to be honest with you, because it was just a shot in the dark. Um, uh, I sent out I sent out an email to the Happies, and sure enough, maybe about almost a month later, they got back to me, and we talked back and forth for a little bit, and we were eventually able to um, link up and, you know, do the interview, which was pretty awesome. Um, so with that being said, that was the show. Um, I'm your host, Jared, and this is After the Huddle. So I just want everybody to know, stay happy, my friends.